Mike. Oh, Matt. Yeah. Sorry, man. What's going no, on? He's uh he's a little occupied, but <clears throat> maybe maybe if he can get the the duct tape off and you know <laughs> get out of the chair with the rope. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> You're gonna have uh you're gonna have the YouTube police checking on that. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. Exactly. Thanks for filling in for Mike today. Mike, yeah. I don't know what's up. Like Thanksgiving, he has family in town. What's going on with that? Oh my gosh. Who does that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm in I'm in Houston. Um, Your family. Yeah. I could uh I could show you some nice little mother in law <laughs> things. You should slab that. <laughs> hey they'll slap anything these days <laughs> yes they will yes they will i'm working on this video where i've i've looked at the psa bgs hga and sgc sales over the last year every month trending in, on ebay to see like who's got market share and like which grading companies are doing better sell through percentages and all this stuff and it, it is amazing to me how much graded stuff is out there on eBay? <laughs> oh yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, and yeah. I have to admit that I will be one of those guys probably in the next month that's going to be listing some PSA Tyler Hero rookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I mean everybody like during the bubble that's when we're like, oh no, you got to submit, and so everybody's submitting stuff, and Hero was on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, even, you're right. Even I've got some MPJ rookies coming back. That I was thinking, this dude's gonna have a great year. I know. Don't even get me started on MPJ. It's been rough. Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah. Well, look for folks that don't know who you are. Uh, you are the magic behind the camera for a lot of what we do. Uh, you you obviously put together the series called the Poll, and you do a lot of the other great video content that we we do on Bench Clear. Matt, mm. so thanks thanks for joining filling in today. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're going to run through some stuff here. You're, you're more of an NBA guy than Mike. I mean, that's not hard. I mean, Mike barely <laughs> knows like the, the rules of the game, I feel like. But we're going to try to cover all, all bases today, not just basketball. Let's start with this. Did you feel like after last week's game, Cowboys-Chiefs, which it's funny how Mike doesn't show up after he loses that bet, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, so he'll be flying to Montana. Did you feel like it was kind of things are starting to show themselves, the true colors of certain teams, Patrick Mahomes? What, what is your reaction to kind of where we are with the NFL right now? Uh, you know, I think Mahomes flipped a switch. <clears throat> I think uh, the, the, during his, like, downfall, the only thing that kept going through my mind was him showing up to all these big parties, you know, and just, you know, acting all cool and doing all his thing. And, um I think it finally hit a little humility hit him. And then he's like, all right, you know, that's always been there. Yeah. And he, I wouldn't be surprised if he got in the face of some of his guys and said, you got to start catching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. the Cowboys, um, man, they still look really good, but they have, they have their holes and the weaknesses, you know? And I think, I think the uh, chiefs exposed that just like, Denver did. Yeah, yeah. Well, but both of your go. teams. What's that? 
Aren't you a Denver? Do you like Denver too? No, I, I like Drew Locke because I'm a Mizzou guy. I'm not I'm obviously being a Chiefs fan. It's hard to like Denver, but yeah. You know what surprised me is the continued collapse of Josh Allen. Oh, he just I know. does not look good. Period. Like nothing in his I game know. right now looks good. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't quite know what to take of that, or to make of that. But he's he's hitting like his uh, his sophomore slump a year later. Junior slot. Yeah. But um yeah, he's he's a guy that man, I love watching him play. Yeah. Just because he's like, all right, I'm gonna run it. And he'll just truck through some guys. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it, yeah. Tyson and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I I'm not the biggest Lamar Jackson fan, I'll be the first to admit that. Just because yeah. I don't think his longevity is something I would want to put money into in sports cards. Mm-hmm. But I'll give that guy some some mad props. Like the guy, he's played out of his mind this year. And I obviously yeah. didn't play last week, right? Hunley came in and played. But um, it's interesting. Like you, you can you can classify a bucket of four or five guys that you know every year will probably do well. And and Lamar's starting to make his way into that category with A Rod and Mahomes and Brady. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys you yeah. got to put money in if you're I know very serious about it. I know. Are you? Are, do yeah. you buy into those? Like, do you go buy Brady's? Do you go buy Rogers? Is that the type of collector you are? No, <clears throat> the only Brady rookie I have, I bought a box a long time ago, mm-hmm. and finally opened it. And it was one of those. That's uh, uh, tops. Yeah, it's that one where he's in the yellow practice jersey. Okay. Um, but that's the only. I know. I mean, that's right. Did I say Brady or Rogers? I meant Rogers. Yeah, Rogers. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have any Brady stuff. Wow. I'm just not a football. I don't collect that's that true. much football stuff. That's true. Um, man, I do have some, you yeah. know, my boy, my boys love collecting it. Derek Henry, Justin Jefferson, a lot of that modern stuff, but yeah. Yeah. And I got my Earl Campbell rookies. Yeah. But hey, hey. Big I dig it. What about on the NBA side? Like there's the Tom Brady, Go and Aaron Rodgers, go buy guys you know are future Hall of Famers. Like, those, it's a mm-hmm. no brainer in the NBA. Who do you gravitate towards? I mean, Doncic, of course, because that's your hometown, but oh, future man. Hall of Famer LeBron, is that your guy? Who do, who do you like to put money Ooh. into on the NBA side? No, I know. No, I'm not. I'm not a LeBron guy. If, I, if I'm going LeBron, it's only so I can <laughs> make money to, yeah, <laughs> to buy my Doncic. Um, actually, I <clears throat> at the National. I um I did a big trade with this guy. I had a LeBron um SP authentic, it's like an auto uh like uh what is it like the the court, you know, you sign like oh. part of the court. Okay. Then I got a Luca auto um shadow card. Um sweet. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, so that was like my, cause I know LeBron autos are hard to come by, but I was like, yeah, peace out. I've got, I've got another LeBron auto. So I'm holding on to that one. But this other one, I just, I saw the Luca and I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. I'm a Luca. I'm a Luca guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. LeBron's an interesting case study because I feel like if he doesn't win a championship this year, him continuing to play is only hurting his values. I feel like at this point. I don't know. That's maybe yeah. a misread in the situation, but I don't. I don't feel like just playing is doing him much good. No, it's really not. He needed to do the Seinfeld. You you end on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
But I know he's waiting for Bronny to get in the NBA because I think he wants to play with him or against him. Um, so, I mean, he's he's going to be there a few more years, I guess. Yeah. But but I agree. I mean, it's like the Lakers. That's I love it. I'm, I've never been a Laker fan. Love Magic Johnson, but I love watching them kind of crumble and collapse. Yeah. Especially when the OKC Thunder keeps putting it to them. <laughs> I know, right? It's like oh, only the second worst team in the NBA. Oh yeah, doing it. What about the suspension? Did you did you feel like that was warranted? Oh yeah, I think uh, yeah. I mean, it was obvious that he was, you know, coming back with that fish just to hit Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. Basketball is a rough sport. I coach a fifth grade team and a seventh grade team, and I. I tell those boys all the time, if you're going to be soft in there, you're going to get pushed around. You're going to end up on the floor. You got to be rough. So Isaiah Stewart, I mean, yeah, man, he's just letting those guys know, hey, I may be young, younger than Lisa LeBron, but I'm going to put it to you. Yeah. (laughs) He was a little excessive on like trying to go back through the tunnel and maybe attack somebody, but. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean. He was bloody pretty good though. Yeah, that was me like in middle school and high school. If I got hit in the head, oh my gosh, it drove me nuts. Especially my nose. He's that type of guy. (laughs) Oh man, I just hate getting hit in the head. So I I totally see where he's coming from. Yeah. And then if you don't like LeBron. He's even sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, So this was on Sports Card um, Daily. November 21st or a few days ago, that card was found in the shoebox, and you know that card well, I'm assuming, 2008 yeah. Topps Chrome, Kobe yeah. Bryant. That's the gold refractor. Came back as a 10. It sold for $312,000 last weekend. I'm assuming that closet behind you doesn't have any shoeboxes full of your cards growing up? No. This is no. My, my wife's mom's house. Oh, yeah, so there you go. But, <clears throat> but I know that that story right there, yeah, it's it's all over America, probably the world. Shoe boxes and closets, yeah. and those are stories that I would love, 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 love to tell. You know, and I know you've come across a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I and I have too. I've yeah, I've stumbled upon um, friends and family, and then even just random people. I've got a guy, <clears throat> this um, this older gentleman who's been messaging me. He's got 62 and 63 cards, tops, baseball. And um, all he did was send me a list because his phone has a flip phone. It's so old he can't take photos. So he emailed me these lists. And just looking at his handwriting, you're like, okay, this guy's in his 70s or 80s. And so he, and on his list was a 62 mantle. I know it was a 63 mantle. Okay. And then he had some others. And um, I'm hoping to meet with him. I brought, I told the wife, I was like, I've got the cash. I'm going to make this guy a fair offer for his cards if, if they're worth it. Yeah. What's but, the so number sh- you have in mind? Gonna, I don't know. Going with? I told him based on eBay comps, you know, it could be as low as 50 bucks. If it's like just beat to death up to like four or $500. Wow. Okay. And he was, he was like, you know, text me back in all caps. Thanks, Matt. Exclamation point. Because he's he said that he and his wife are going through a rough time, mm. so yeah, I get that. I mean, man, but um, yeah, I just want to see him. 
hundred percent. No, I, I made this comment on some of the collection videos that I've done. It's, it's kind of the bittersweet navigating that conversation with people, especially a lot of people that either someone died with the collection mm-hmm. as a past relative, or they are just going through a time that they just need the money. Yeah. It would be so easy for guys like you and me to take advantage of them, mm-hmm. but that's not who we are. Right. And mm-hmm. it's always tough to like, look, here's the reality. I know you need the money, but I also, I want to give you a fair price. So here, I'm going to meet you somewhere in this number. Like that, that conversation is not easy to have, man. I don't know if you found that, yeah. that, that difficult or not, but I definitely have. Yeah. <clears throat> There's been a couple of collections I looked at one. I didn't get, and I still regret not getting it. Um, and it was 600 cards from 57 to 64. And there was mantles in there and all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. I regret not getting it, but I didn't get it because the guy had just had a triple bypass. He was in his late seventies and he didn't have a job. And so he said he was selling it to get, to raise money to help pay off his $300,000 medical bills. And he wanted to sell it to me for this price. But he told me, he's like, you know, if you're not interested, I got another guy in New York that is willing to pay for it. He hasn't even seen the collection and these cards look really nice. And he basically said, and this is what the guy was going to offer me sight unseen. And it was like double where my price was. And I told him, I was like, I don't, I'm not going to buy your, your, your cards. And he's like, why is that? And he was like, I said, because you need this money to pay for this. Um, and not to beat my own chest on it or anything, but man, it's just like, and he told me, he was like, but this money's like, you know, barely nothing compared to the debt that I'm in. And I said, I know, but every little bit helps. And if you can double your money selling this stuff, you need to go mm. do that. Yeah. So yeah. if I was a crook, I would have been like, yeah, give it to me. You know, and I would have taken it and then flipped all the other stuff and kept the mantles and all the, well, the other guys. But Crook's a strong word. Like if you didn't know that offer was out there, that was a number that he was okay with. And you were, you were, it was, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't unfair. I feel like maybe you're a little hard on yourself. With that. Yeah, probably so. I mean, he told me, cause I asked him, I was like, why are you willing to sell this to me? for yeah. such a low price. And he said, because I like you. He's like, cause we've sat there for two hours just yeah. talking. We we met in a bank. Like I drove three hours to meet this guy to look at his collection. And um, he said, I just like you. He's like, you look like a, a good guy and I trust you. And he said, these other guys that have contacted me, he's like, I know what they're going to do, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, now, I mean, thinking back, I was like, dang it. I should have lost my own compassion and just taken it because he was giving it to me for that price. But now, but also I feel better about it. You know, he's yeah, no, I, I you you. know what, here's the deal. We still keep in touch. Right. And so he says he's going up there the first of December. He's going to talk to him, look at it, send me some photos because that may be another opportunity. So you know, it's even, even, even in my own video business, it's all relationships. Mm. You know, you do a project, maybe you're, you're breaking even on it, but yeah. it's, it's like what comes after that. So for me, life is all about relationships. hundred percent. When I'm buying a collection, I want to leave hoping that that person feels comfortable and I feel comfortable mm-hmm. texting with them weeks later, asking how the collection is. I want them to feel yeah. comfortable with that. I want to be comfortable with them. A lot of these guys I tell like, Hey, 
I got a channel and you can watch me talk about your collection, you know? And so it's, <laughs> you have to really be honest about it. I, I got a collection that this last week and it, you know, this was part of the, part of the collection. I think, you know, oh, that yeah. card. Oh, and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm on the fence with regrading that card right now. I was talking to JT triple crown 24 about it yesterday on the conversation. And, uh, but I told him, I said, hey, you can watch the channel anytime. We're talking about your cards and what I'm doing with them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're out there, there's no hiding it. Yeah. You know, some, someone's going to, you never know if you'll come across their path. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The stuff you've come across, I've been totally enjoying your videos. Oh my gosh. Just, I just need, I need better editing skills so you can make it look even better. We'll move to Texas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that makes perfect sense. That's one more U-Haul you'd have to rent to just, just for the cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's tough because, you know, you, I want to show everything, but mm -hmm. I mean, just to go through, and I want to do it with people. I don't want to like go through it. No, here's the results. I'm trying to save stuff and actually go through it with, with, with you. And I did that the other day mm -hmm. with, with some cards and I'm like, I don't even know what to say about some of these. Cause I don't need, I didn't even research it before. So there's a, I don't know what your take is on that, but there's, I think people maybe enjoy that more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, know. they do. I mean, I do. Yeah. But you need to, um, I'm on, I'm on Instagram and Twitter a lot and there's yeah. people selling stuff on there all the time. Yeah. And there are people, cause I know you showed all those starting lineup stuff. There are people looking for that stuff. Okay. So if I, I probably need to go back and say, Hey, hit up this guy. He's got a whole garage full of, <laughs> But you know what I mean? If you're, yeah. if you're not going to hold that stuff and you want to move it, social media. Yeah. Well, we just, dropping. we just got approved as a, as a, as an org with, with, with bench clear to go do some stuff on whatnot. And so I think oh, nice. uh, the three of us can be yeah. saving some of those items to sell on whatnot to people. So, you know, whatnot, those guys, I can't remember which one it was. It was at a Dallas card show. They were the first ones that bought cards from my sons when my sons are trying to sell their cards to get money. Oh, And they didn't even think twice. They're like, yeah, here, I'll buy it from you. And they took it. Now it's just like, okay, I'm going to remember this. So props to those guys. That was awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So real quick, I wanted to point out these cards below the, the Kobe, some other six figure sales this past weekend, the exquisite Jordan patch auto, the Bowman refractor. BGS nine, five went for three twelve. 52 wow. mantle, of course, PSA sevens at 312 and the 80, 86 clear Jordan rookie PSA 10, 312. Um, you got $336,000 to spend. Which of those four are you taking? Or I guess throw the Kobe in there too. Which of those five are you taking if you got the money? I'm going mantle. Go mantle. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Kobe cards just don't, it's weird. Is as much as that guy's like an icon. A little bit closer at that one. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I think there's been some recent videos by content creators just about the decline in Kobe prices, and it's been really interesting. Yeah. Are you so are you throwing that coat? Oh yeah, and then um, yeah, even the Jordan stuff's coming down. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, if it's me, I'm taking. I'm a hundred percent taking the Tom Brady. If it's a PSA slab, but. Mm -hmm. That refractor is a tough car to gym. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's his main, that's his, that's, yeah. the, that's the card. So that'd be, that'd be what I grab. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, I saw something, um, 
where was it talking about the vintage again mm -hmm. i mean i think everyone's kind of catching that wave you know i mean it's it is it's not it's not going anywhere it's not going no. down athletes aren't getting injured no so this is a conversation i was having on twitter the other actually this morning <laughs> so like United States sports cards was, was at a small hotel show in Syracuse this weekend. One guy had a case full of graded mantle cards, mm. 80 to 100 and all. And he was just asking, he actually tagged us and said, Hey, what, how scarce are mantles in general? And so I just pulled some quick stats from PSA total number of PSA graded cards for these players. Griffey's at 521,000 total graded cards. Doncic already at 231,000 cards graded. Mm -hmm. Mike Trout, 219 mantle, 206 total thousand. That I think is really good perspective because kind of to your yeah. point, I mean, those top three and any, any others, right. Modern day players, they're, they're still coming out with tens of thousands of cards every year and people are yeah. trading them like crazy. Those yeah. mantles that's going up one or 2% a year. And that's, that's declining, right? There's fewer and fewer of those cards available to grade. Oh, that's yeah. why vintage is such a safe, safer investment. Mm-hmm. Would you have expected those numbers? <clears throat> no, I thought man will be way more than that. Yeah. I've, I mean, put three more on that. Cause I've got three more coming back. Uh, but you know what? Um, it's, it's the legend. It's the, because I mean, even my kids, they hear about Mickey Mantle and it becomes this legend of, Oh, I want a Mantle card. Never watched yeah. him play. I never watched him play. All, all I saw were like the rerun little clips. And then I think I can't remember what channel was growing up. They'd show the home run derbies, the yeah. black and white home run derbies between him and Willie Mays or him and whoever. And that stuff was awesome. So it's the legend of, you know what I mean? And that's where, that's where things grow and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I I've for some, for some reason, I feel like the last three or four months, my mind sh shift is completely taking a 180 with doubling down and putting good money into hall of famers and the Tom Brady's yeah. of the world. I, I don't know if it's just the constant injuries and the drunk driving cases and the abuse cases. I just, I I'm tired mm -hmm. of dealing with that. I just am tired of dealing with it. It's just frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. And where, where do you think we're going? Like all this, like even like um, last night, <clears throat> I had to go to the store we got in town and I was at Walmart and I, and I always check out the card aisle. It was, it was packed. It had, uh, had Panini, uh, baseball chronicles, mm -hmm. um, had NBA draft pick chronicles, um, had select baseball. I mean, it had all kinds of stuff just sitting there. And I know people don't like the unlicensed baseball, but still, I mean, even tops archives, tops archives was there tops series two. You know, blaster boxes just, and I remember like a few months ago, you know, if even six months ago, people would buy all that stuff up. Yeah. But now it's just, uh, and either people lost interest, all the sneaker guys are back into sneakers. Yeah. They're not doing flipping cards anymore or, you know. Yeah. I think it's the ebb and flow of, of the hobby for sure, but. You can only print so much before people just say, you know what? I, I'm just, I've, I got sports card fatigue. 
Yeah. I feel like the new guys that I know that, that really came in the last year, they're just burnt out, right? They went all in, they fought for cards. They did this, they grinded mm-hmm. to flip cards for a few bucks and sealed wax. And then they, they held a bunch of sealed wax and they sent stuff to get graded. Mm-hmm. And like that stuff didn't pay off. And like the excitement waned really quickly. Oh, and then you couple that with Panini and Tops are just printing the snot out of products. Like mm. it, it just like I think Luber made a comment on that sports card nonsense interview he had last week, which I if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to uh-huh. it. Anyone that hasn't checked it out, he, he he gives a lot of great feedback and I don't know tidbits of where he wants to go with things. But he made a comment where he said he wanted he wanted sports cards to be everywhere. Like in gas stations again, and and we we can grow this 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 world, the sports car world by ten x. And and he referenced like that's how it worked in the sneaker world. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think the missing piece in all of this is that, and maybe it's just because he just got back into cards again, and he paints himself as this collector, but like in reality, he just got back into cards again a few years ago. This is a hobby that's been around for a hundred plus years. Like there's a reason why it's slowly grown and there's a reason why it hasn't grown 10 X because 10 mm-hmm. X, the people like my mom doesn't care. Like my friend over here doesn't care. He just doesn't care. And that's okay. I don't like the mentality of like, we just need to keep printing and getting cards out into into the masses because that's the way the hobby needs to be. I just don't know if that, that Mm-mm. logic is sound. What are your thoughts no. on it? No, um, I mean, it'd be interesting to do like to take a poll because there's more people in the hobby. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, growing up in the eighties, I remember going to the gas station and having the big, you know, box of hoops. You can just look on the back of the wrapper and try to find the Dave Robinsons and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then going to the gas station every week just to see if they restocked and what's out there. I mean, that was yeah. always cool and everything, but you know, that was the eighties too. <laughs> And we know what happened then. Yeah. So, so if, if they're, if they're going to print like less parallels and make certain cards harder to get, quit making like multiple one of ones and all this stuff, go for it. That's what I think. But you sh- we still got to have those hard to find cards. That's the reason why maybe you're, you're trying to buy pack after pack or box after box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quit making it so easy to get the the safari, you know, the zebra cards and snake cards and all that stuff. You know, it's crazy. The numbers of that stuff. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I I do think it's an ebb and flow of the hobby and it'll work itself out, but it is comforting to me to know a lot of these guys that entered. They're not necessarily leaving the hobby. They're doing what we just talked about. They're going back into vintage. They're buying graded vintage stuff that, you can't go ripping packs now, right? You, yeah. The only way to get it is buy it, grade it or raw, and then grade it. And it's uh, it's squeezing the supply on those pretty fast. Yeah, yeah I, know, I had a, a good. Well, I was gonna say, I wonder how many people watching the channel in the last few months would say, "Oh, we're just bench clears, just trying to push an agenda of vintage." You know, because I'm like, I've I've, I've been only buying vintage in the last year. Yeah, but it's but also there's a mix of modern. But now I'm like at a point where, and I'm thinking, why am I wanting more and more vintage? One is the nostalgia, but two, I'm not I'm not trying to push an agenda on Bench Clear to do that. 
mm. it's because it's just cool cards and then there's also the the um, the value of it you know because yeah. i'm tired oh my gosh i'm exhausted of all the modern stuff coming out yeah well i mean what about you i mean are you trying to push your agenda so you, are your cards can go up <laughs> you're right no <laughs> no not at all no i mean you you know the stuff i do it's i would say mostly modern still even though I do a lot of vintage now, it's mostly modern. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't like that stuff. It's just, I'm tired. I'm tired of it too, just like you. But here's the deal. The vintage, it's hard to find like cards in good condition. Yeah. Right? Cards are good centered. The last collection I bought, I had a Willie Mays. It was a 60 Willie Mays and the centering was beautiful on it. And the corners, you know, were you know, suspect here and there. It came back a PSA five and a half. I mean, I'm totally happy with that. I wish it would have been like a seven or an eight. Yeah. But still, I mean, you go find some 60 Willie Mays or, you know, even some old Mantles and Clemente and stuff that are in good condition. And that's, that's the fun of it. That's the hunt, right? Uh, completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. It, it, that to me, that's where grading is supposed to be, right? Like, not just perfectly cut. Oh my gosh. Is there a surface scratch on my prism refractor? Mm -hmm. Uh, no, let's go back and find stuff that's been around for 70 years. And did it survive? And like, can I get a PSA three and celebrate? Like that's the fun of grading to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So this was meant for Mike, but I thought Mike would be celebrating with the, uh, the YouTube decision to hide the dislike button or the dislike count. Uh, mm. Mike automatically gets five dislikes on every video. And now we, we do his bench clear, right? You put something out and like within a minute, there's a dislike, dislike, and it's hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are we, you just disliking us because you don't like us. That's totally fine. Whatever. But thank you YouTube, well, for hiding that for my own uh, benefit. Yeah. That's stupid. I think that's I, totally stupid. you need criticism in your life. I mean, failure is the only way you get better at something. But also, you you also have to realize that you can't please everybody. It's part of a lesson in life, and you you know you have to get over that. Are you getting think, uh, you getting philosophical on me? No, it's I'm getting maybe uh, I'm on the edge of getting political on you with the oh whole. Boy. We don't like this, so we're going to get rid of it. <laughs> that's my mic. That's my that's my mic mic channeling me right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so you sent me a video the other day, uh, last night, I think it was, and I'm going to, I'm going to show this real quick. Cause this is too good. What, what the heck is happening here with Kuzma? You know, I, I saw a guy post a still frame of this and he said on Twitter, he said for every 25 likes, I'll make his sweater bigger and bigger and bigger. And I thought, oh, that's hilarious. He's already made it really big. And I thought maybe it was a small one. And he was just kind of giving him a hard time because it was a pink sweater or something. Yeah. And then I saw the video and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's for real. It is that big. <laughs> but what I love, I mean, Kuzma's a guy that could have a ton of, p- of potential, like in his early days. But being, I think being on the Lakers kind of spoiled him and ruined him. Agreed. And then he goes to uh, another, he gets booted off the team because they're probably like, okay, we don't need this guy around. He's embarrassing yeah. to us. But a lot of the guys, like even LeBron, were like giving him a hard time on social yeah. media. And he was like, it's cold outside. I think it's hilarious. 
I, I think it's hilarious too. And, and he, so I, I always, when, when I buy guys, I always think, okay, what, what is their ceiling? Where have they been before with their prices? And where are they at now? Because I feel like just like stocks, right? They look at these thresholds and it's hard for them to break back through a threshold after they drop below it. Kuzma's one of those guys where like he, he came out hot mm-hmm. 17, 18. And I feel like he, his upside is so limited because it's going to be nearly impossible to break back through and, and like reinvigorate the people that spend a bunch of money on him. Those yeah. guys are just so hard to put money in, in sports cars. Yeah. And he doesn't do himself any favors. Yeah. Those the sweaters don't do yourself any favors with uh, with the collectors. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious. No, uh, what's that? I said it does it, that sweater. But you know <laughs> well, what? Now I know what I'm going to do for Halloween next year. <laughs> if anybody remembers. Oh, exactly. Well, then you got Joachim Noah. Yeah, signing autographs. Appreciate signing that, man. Autographs. Love that. Uh, do you, do you, you think more players should do that? Oh, is that totally. helpful, hobby? I think it does. Yeah. You know, it just shows that they, they respect the hobby and, you know, I love, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I know Panini puts a lot of that stuff out there here and there. I wish they would, you know, put more stuff out there like that, where it's just like, Hey, we're, we're working for y'all, you know, because there's too much criticism towards them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I wish there was a ton more transparency with that. I wish they would do more signings. I remember, I feel like, gosh, 10 years ago, you would see a lot of that mm-hmm. signing days and you would see the photos like, and I feel like that's fallen off quite a bit. Maybe that's the whole, you know, the new world that we live in. It's much tougher to do that, but that excitement well, is gone. Yeah. I think it's a miss. Like um, <clears throat> if, if I'm, if I'm a rookie and I'm doing, because they pay you like $50,000 to sign, you know, thousand, 10,000 cards, whatever. Yeah. I would, to- <clears throat> I would blast that all over social media with, you know, and I would even tell Panini, Hey, if I'm, if I'm doing this, I'm putting this on social media. Cause it only builds your own, mm-hmm. you know, people like you in the hobby and stuff. And if you yeah. can get the hobby on your side, you know, makes, I mean, I just think it's good PR for sure. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Um, all right. So a few questions from last week's, uh, on the fly, let's pop these up. Vintage collector, the possibility make maybe speaking about star company cards. I find these very interesting and undervalued Jordan Barkley, Elijah Juan Griffey started this in both basketball and baseball. People tend to forget that it was done in baseball. Uh, very cool cards and much rarer than the mainstream rookies. Griffey's 98 star is even rarer than the, the Tiffany. You're a basketball guy. Uh, are you a star guy? You know much about him? Um, I do, but more of baseball. Oh, so what are your thoughts on that? Do you you feel like it's one of those like sneaky undervalued products? Is that your, um, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the more rare something is, and then if it gets popular, that's how they, they get their value. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember those cards growing up? Uh, I don't remember him growing up. No, no. I oh don't. yeah. So, um, like they had like blue and yellow, red, obviously, because we've seen like the Jordans everywhere. Yeah. But uh, like I had a I have a Jim Abbott star card. Okay. You know, whenever he was in the minors, like it was a really big deal for the minor leagues, 
for baseball. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the card shop when I was little, or not little, maybe middle school, and my card guy trying to sell those to me. And I was just like, eh, it's not tops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not Fleer. And now it's like, dang. Yeah. I wish I bought those packs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's, I, unfortunately, I think that's the way people still think about that type of era. I mean, there's exceptions. Jordan's the exception for sure. And maybe Griffey a little bit, but yeah. Like with those, they have to be graded, you know, nine plus, eight plus for them to have significant value. Um, and even then, like it's, the demand is so much lower than the tops. It, all it takes is one, one or two like mainstream personalities to say, I just dropped, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in these star cards. And all of a sudden they'll be like the thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of obscurities like that in the hobby though, you know, mm-hmm. star uh, cards are not my thing. I'll just say that. That's my response to that. Yeah. I've got a Larry bird star card that, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not really crazy about it. And you're a Larry Bird guy. So there you go. Oh, yeah. I know. This is everything you need. Yeah. Uh, this is from Tops Ventures 316. Um, let's see here. Just validating some stuff we talked about. As for security, yep, yep, yep. One question I have is Do you think card prices have finally leveled off in what we see now as the new baseline for card prices? What are your thoughts there? Oh, gosh. Man, we're in a rush. <laughs> we're in a rocky a rocky world right now with cards especially with the fanatics thing leveling off i don't know man if i if i knew that i wouldn't i wouldn't have like a bunch of cards listed on ebay trying to get my money back out of them or anything you yeah know? and yeah so. my, my thought on that is i think the the gap will continue to widen between the top tier, like no doubt players and the rest of the pack. I think it's going to be, mm-hmm. it'll be back to the era shoot four or five years ago where you could go prospect. You could go buy guys for pennies on the dollar comparatively. And it could potentially pay off if they struck gold and they you know got called up or they had a great, you know, third year campaign. I think the smart money is flowing back into hall of famers vintage and, and that stuff. And I don't think that price, those prices are probably close to leveling off, but the rest of the stuff around the edges, I think continues to fall off 10, yeah. 23%. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you see a post on Twitter, um, Anthony Volt, when that his name, the Yankees prospect. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this guy's incredible. People around out there and start buying his cards, mm-hmm. you know, and so his stuff kind of goes up yeah. and he gets in the big leagues as a terrible time possibly. And then, yeah, it's just, it's too social media. I think messes up all that stuff yeah. leveling out. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I, I will say I, I do feel very comfortable buying um, premier players at the current price. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm not as concerned as I was back in, you know, May and of shooting March when it was just, just stupid you know yeah that was just that was dumb dumb yeah dumb money yeah i don't i don't think too much about it now i feel like there's a lot of really pretty solid prices for things they've kind of come back to where they were in january which is we went peak 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 
up to January level for a month and then shot up in March and April. And then we've kind of leveled back slowly into the January. Mm. You track that stuff a lot. I do. What do you, where do you find that info and how are you looking at it? Yeah. So I do it. I, I continue to do it on my own. I know there's platforms that can do that. I do, I do mm-hmm. card hedge a little bit for my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, I just run my own spreadsheets through, through Terapeak, which you can get for free as a, as mm-hmm. a seller, if you have a store. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can, you can be very creative with the way you set up your search strings, like your keywords, you can use like yeah. Boolean operators, which are ands and ors, and you can use a minus sign and subtract things out. So I have a lot of little search strings that I just run monthly mm. and get the data and I put it in a spreadsheet and then I throw it in Tableau. That's what I do. Well, you need to make a video on that. Yeah, I should. All the little ins and outs and even the abbreviations or like putting the minus before you put a word. Like minus yeah. reprint. That'd be helpful. We get a we get ten or twelve people watching that video. <laughs> just like this one. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like Matt, man, he's just so calm. So calm and collected. Uh ballpark road trips. Can you share information on the show in Montana that I was talking about? I will once they come up with information. I will do that. I'll absolutely do that. And I'll tag you. Um, so there you go. There's a few of the comments that I'm gonna save next week for Mike. But uh, I'll, I'll throw this one out there to you too. Do you, did you grab any of these exclusive sets from Target? Target? <clears throat> no, I got two Fanatics boxes though. Okay. They're green. Um, and they probably got me because it's got Luca on the front. There you go. <laughs> Such an easy sell. But I wonder, I wonder what the difference is. I think the Fanatics had some like Fanatics... I think they said they put some of like their own little fanatics uh yeah. shimmer or whatever in there but i wonder what those green ones <clears throat> that green box how it's different yeah i don't know i should know that but i don't know yeah, I, yeah i'm not a i'm not a complete set buyer i know like in the past these especially the last couple of years like it's been a no-brainer buy like you buy these at 150 and you sell them for a thousand basically three months later mm-hmm. but uh i've got so many sets from the mid nineties to early two thousands out there that I'm like, I can't do, I can't add more to this. What about, <clears throat> we got black Friday coming up. Would you buy that for somebody? If, if it went on sale for like a hundred bucks or. Um, like yeah, I would buy that for the, I'd buy that for the kids for a hundred bucks. No doubt. But yeah. Yeah. That's a good deal. Black Friday. Yeah. I, I think maybe once in my life, if I bought sports cards on Black Friday. Oh, really? The blowout Black Friday deal. Maybe, maybe Steel City two years Dave, back. Dave and Adams have been blowing up my email. Yeah. Black <laughs> Friday deals. <clears throat> the only one that I saw, <laughs> this is funny. The only one I saw on there was a, uh, it was a Chronicles NBA draft picks this year. And I think the hobby boxes were like 400 something. They're selling yeah. it for like 160. <laughs> it's like, of course you're going to put that on sale. Nobody wants it. Yeah. You could put it at 50 bucks and no one would still buy it. Yeah. That's not a black Friday deal. That's, that's a, we're trying to get rid of this because nobody's buying it. It's, it's <laughs> a thank goodness. It's black Friday. So we can disguise this deal. Right. <laughs> I, I do yeah. think there'll be a couple good steals for some product. I don't yeah. have anything specifically I'm looking for. Like the steal of the century will still be 2018 update baseball when it was on black Friday by case for 400 bucks. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like like that year though, or the year before or year after? 
It was, it was, it was 2018, late 2018. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, but you didn't know. No, I mean, I, I personally had like 30 cases of it already from a, a big order I placed. Wow. And I'd been ripping and I just got lucky with creating all the Acunas at the right time and mm-hmm. pulled a Soto Black and a Ronald Acuna Black and sold wow. them so, so early. Yeah. My greatest regrets. But, but to that point, there, there's going to be those products where if you believe in a class, you should go mm-hmm. focus on the Black Friday deals for those specific rookie classes and try to snag mm-hmm. the best products. Yeah. I think the steals though, like people underestimate how much, like how many deals you can find if you scour eBay on Thursday, on Thanksgiving day, people don't people oh, really? forget that they do a seven day auction last Thursday, or they do a mm-hmm. five day auction on Saturday or a 10 day on Monday and it ends on Thanksgiving night. Oh There's yeah. So many fewer eyes on it. You're going to get some yeah. really good deals. So I would recommend yeah. like set some grinders, watch some items that end tomorrow. And, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Me, me and my boys are looking for, uh, we watch the target and Walmart. So we're, we're waiting for, you know, this or that to hit like yeah. optic basketball, select basketball. Um, and, uh, this week we've been waiting for like target to start dropping their stuff online and they haven't done it yet. So it's like, are they going to do it tomorrow? Are they going to go Friday and go all in on Friday and just make it a massive deal? Um, yeah. Black Friday, and also my my boys are like, let's let's go shopping on Black Friday. We can get some some Jordan One retros for like half off. I'm like, no, it's like, that's not how it works. Not how it works. It's basically if you go to Walmart, you're not gonna get the the Sony TV half off. It's gonna be the no name brand TV half off for sure. Yeah. You're like, wait, what country was this made? Yeah, it's not even China, Taiwan, or Korea. It's like another, it's a Malaysian TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you for sure. Um, do you use Cardhead much? Like Cardhead at all? I do a little bit <clears throat> since um, since that video. I mean, I really had to dig into it and uh, figure it out and stuff. And but I haven't been. I'm not really one of those guys that tracks stuff like that. That's why really? I was asking you. You know how you track stuff and everything. I probably should be, but um. Yeah, I just I just don't devote that much time to it. I'm gonna share yeah. my screen just because I was when we were talking, I was pulling out some stuff. So I'm gonna share this so you can see it. Okay. Check this out. So this is when I'm buying collections, I'll put I'll plug in cards really fast and I'll even show show people this, the, the sellers. Mm. Like I was looking at Donches, so that's curious. Um one thing that's so hard is like figuring out the grades, like the prices for all these different grades and companies. And I love being able to like real quickly map. Like, what are the prices for SGC and BGS? Like, yep. that crazy. BGS yeah, that, <clears throat> that is a cool feature about them. Yeah. Because I know a lot of those other guys kind of don't have, you know, they all they all kind of look the same in the layout and stuff, but that's a cool feature. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very good. How many of these do you own? None. None? Oh, my gosh. I, re- I refuse to buy one because there's there's... Oh Tons out there now. There's about to be hundred thousand more once PSA keeps shipping out their their grades. It's just not. It's not a. Um, yep. It's not magical enough for me. It's Agreed. Not... It's too expensive. <clears throat> well, oh yeah. A pretty big risk for a card that's going to yeah double on pop report. 
Um, yeah. So this is what I do. So I, I go and I create a collection. My I do an average cost, and then the expected grade I think I'll get when I grade it, and to see like what my profit and losses would potentially be for all these cards. Yeah, uh, it's kind of fun. But yeah, that's anyway, a cool feature. So payment. you, so you put in there what you paid for it, or yeah, so when you, or so what you, you mm-hmm. would would want to get get back from it. Yeah, so if I go owned, I think I can I can add one. There's a way to add one to my collection somewhere. Maybe here. I don't know. Add to collection. There you go. PSA 10, I paid, you know, 5000 And it adds it to your collection. Mm-hmm. So you go back over there, you'll see like what your profit loss was on the Luca. And it'll update in real time. <laughs> That's awesome. It's going to update here soon. It's going to show like, hey, dude, you paid way too much for it. You're, <laughs> you lost a grand already. Yeah. And then a hand comes out of the computer and smacks you in the face and says, get your act together. <laughs> and the, but it's your wife's hand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nice. All right, my man. Thank you so much for, gosh, we talked for 50 minutes. I didn't even feel like it. 50? 50. Oops. Oopsie. Go spend some time with your family. Have a good time. I know. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. All right. See ya. See ya.